0: You're about to listen to a true story told live because this is True Stories Live. Brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre, and me, Molly Naylor. Please welcome to the stage your second speaker of the second half. It is the wonderful Hannah Wallace. Hi. <laughs> um, uh, thank you for having me. Um, so I wanted to start with this. Um, it was a really important moment for me um, that I experienced last year. And um, it was so important that I, um, I wrote it on this post-it note um, that I stuck in my journal. <laughs> so I'd like to take you back to um, the 12th of September last year at 10.20pm. And um, I'm, I'm sitting in my room, and um, I, can, I can hear a noise. I, I can't work out what it is. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there for quite a while trying to work out what it is. And I, I walk around the house, and I, I look for various different things that it could be. And uh, I sit down again, and I'm like, well, OK, I'm not going to work out what it is. Um, and then I, I just... something clicked in my brain. And um, I looked out the window, and I realised I was right. And I, I there were I, I could hear the rain hammering on the windows. And um I I don't ever remember hearing that before. So um just to th- that's an amazing moment for me because uh I, I've been deaf for most of my life. And um uh, just uh, actually it's a year ago next week that I um I got um I had an operation for cochlear implant. And so for the last year I've been learning to hear. Um but just to, to some context of that is, I, I wasn't born deaf. Um, I, I had meningitis when I was 18 months old, and um, I, was Ill, I was ill for quite a quite a long time before they worked out what the problem was, and so I, I had a very severe hearing loss from 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 18 months, and I um, I, I had a hearing aid, and I I, I had a very supportive environment, and I, I moved into the mainstream mainstream world, and I I got by with what I had. Uh but then when I was eighteen years old, um, actually when I when I moved here to to Norwich for university, um uh for some unknown reason it dropped again and uh I I readjusted and I, I they changed the hearing aid settings and you know, I got on with it. Um but actually over the course of the next few years that just kept on happening and uh there is still no explanation but so over over that time I, I it, I had to. Sort of, I readjusted each time, and it was okay. And, but then I was just walking down the street one day, and uh, I, I turned to the person I was with, and I was just like, I, I, "I have no idea what you're saying. I can't hear you, and I can't hear anything around me." And uh, it was, it was, it was a sort of quite a strange moment. I, I didn't feel awful, but I didn't feel great. And uh, I, uh, not even a hearing aid was enough. And so the next step, the, the only step left was was to have a cochlear implant. Um, which is an incredible thing, an incredible opportunity to have, and um, again, like I said, gay NHS because I can have it for free. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know how many people know what cochlea is, but essentially, it's a snail shell part of your hearing mechanism that's inside your head, and um, it. What hap- what, how it works is that there were hairs inside it, um, so that when um, uh, so that the sound vibrations um, hit the hairs, that's it, you hear the different pitches. And the, the meningitis breaks the hairs, so that's why that's why I couldn't hear. And the implant um, is like an electrode, um, and uh, probably not a very scientific word, but um, it, it goes into the it goes into the snail shell bit, and it, it replaces what the hair does. Um, it's, a, it's an incredible machine, and I, I can now say that I can I can hear very well, much better than I've ever heard before since I was since I was a baby. Um, and so this past year has been has been a, a difficult but an amazing journey. And and um, one of I mean I've learned a lot of things, but one of the things that I've really sort of started to understand was actually in the time that I couldn't hear. And I, there was about probably nine months when I was in total silence in between on un- taking my hearing aid out and and being like call switched on. Um and uh, I I um it, it, in the last year I, I've sort of you know been learning to hear again, but I've also been learning how how much my voice had kind of receded and and I had lost a lot of the power in my voice. Um, but I've been I've been studying an MA for performance in London and it was in the in the development of my work I was sort of having to obviously perform to people, and I I realised I didn't know how to project my voice. And so... um my my teachers really encouraged to really encourage me to really uh, talk about the experience and and i'd always kind of avoided it because i was like oh no i don't want people to think i'm complaining you know because that's what we're like when we're english um <laughs> and so um i i never really talked about the experience that much um and so i i was developing a piece of work um for, for an audience and i said okay well i'll 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 try and i'll, I'll talk about it um, but I decided I would make it into a game and so I sort of played with different ways of experimenting so that um, the audience had to do uh, lots of lip-reading so they had to experience what that was like so that they could experience what it was like for me. Um, but I, 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 I told the story about, about the rain on the windows and um, uh, uh, I, but I didn't use the words so uh, they had to lip-read me and they had to, you know, it was a sort of a, um, a way to talk, talk about how how we listen rather than hear and um i, I had a very yeah a, a, a just a very profound moment of realizing that actually there's a huge amount that i that i do have as much as what i don't have um and so I, I, in, in this past year, one of the most exciting things for me has been to be able to to listen to music again. Um and I I, I have always heard a little bit, but I've never really been able to connect to it and so that's been um phenomenal for me and, and people keep going, Oh, so what's your favourite music? And I'm like, Well I'm not there yet but <laughs> um but I, I did have I did have a very exciting moment. I mean, I probably shouldn't share it, but I, I was in Boots, at the, the shop, and I was uh, looking. I, I would get probably for shampoo or something, and um, I was just looking at the stuff, and, and I suddenly realised I was dancing, um, <laughs> and that's fine, I think. But um, the reason I was dancing was because I, I realised I could hear the music that they were playing on the radio, and, and I recognised the song. Um, I'd just been I'd been given a play, uh, playlist not that long beforehand, and I'd obviously hooked on some of these songs. And um, yeah, so it was it was your song by Weezer. So you can take from that what you want. But <laughs> I had a great time. Um, so. It, it was it was it was a beautiful moment for me, and I immediately texted everyone I knew and said, I've just been dancing to *We all Women Boots*, <laughs> um, and but yeah, but that has continued, and, I, and I've had an amazing time um, learning a lot about music and about what other people. Um, get from music. It's, it's hugely important in in culture and society. And um, but what's been interesting is, 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 is again is, is just looking at this idea of the voice and 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 how powerful it is and, and actually how much we take it for granted. Um, understanding how much it can recede if you if you don't feel like you've got a place or you you, you know if you don't feel like you could deserve a space to take up. And um, so I, I in this year that has just passed, I have I have learned a lot about. What it is, um, what it is to build yourself up again, and and how and how um, incredibly important it is to talk about these experiences. And so, actually, today is is Mark's the 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 fifth public speaking that I've done in a week. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank <you. laughs> Um <laughs> um which I mean they were they this is the first one on my own and they've all they they've all been with some other incredible speakers, um, talking about very exciting things. But um yeah, I I think especially in the context of this weekend it's been very important obviously for women but and men to talk about what what it means to, to have a voice and to talk about the things that we go through and I, I do think there is a huge amount more to unpack and there's a lot of work around and um, the, the power of what it means to talk about your experiences and um, I do hope that that is work that we can continue everyone together um, but in the context of tonight. now now is my time to um, to be braver and uh, talk louder. So thank you. True Stories Live is a story show and story finding project brought to you by L.J. Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. For more information about all of the work that we do, head to our website, truestorieslive.co.uk. We're super grateful to be supported by Arts Council England, Norfolk County Council and Writers Centre Norwich.